Welcome to the Untold Podcast, capturing the culture's imagination through speculative fiction. I'm your host, Nathan James Norman. Next episode, we'll have a brand new flash fiction contest to announce for you all. Get your pens ready. Our story today was written by Mark Carver. Mark Carver is the author of the Age of Apollyon trilogy, Beast, Nikolai the Penitent, and Baylor, a story involving mixed martial arts and Mississippi hoodoo. Mark Carver is a key player on the Crossover Alliance creative team. Besides writing, he is passionate about art, tattoos, heavy metal music, literature, and medieval architecture. After living in China for more than eight years, Mark now lives in Atlanta, Georgia with his wife, three children, and over 20 tattoos. Mark Carver also writes Texas dressage romance novels under the name Michael Winstell. If that's your jam, go check out the trilogy, He Calls Me By Name. You might remember Mark Carver from way back in episode 38 when we produced an excerpt from his thriller, Beast. And no, Untold Podcast does not produce book excerpts, so stop asking. Mark Carver was special. You can find Mark online at www.markcarverbooks.com and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash markcarverbooks. We'll have links to everything mentioned in the show notes. It has been long overdue that we've featured a story by Mark Carver on our show. Today's story originally appeared in the Crossover Alliance Anthology, Volume 1. So now, without further ado, the Untold Podcast proudly presents Sanguinum Inimicum by Mark Carver. The warrior twirled his blade, drilling a narrow cone into the loose dirt. He clenched his jaw every few seconds, watching the razor-sharp steel reflect the dim sunlight filtering through the trees that towered above the camp. The scent of smoke and roasting game drifted east, following the gentle breeze that provided little relief from the stifling humidity smothering the forest. A fly circled around the warrior's head, and he swung at it with a snarl. The fly buzzed away just out of reach, then continued swooping in lazy arcs. The warrior lowered his eyes again, hypnotized by the spinning blade. Clumps of stringy, sweat-soaked hair hung down in front of his face. This was by far the most exhausting campaign he and his brethren had ever been on. As the sunlight flashed across his face, his thoughts drifted to the brothers he had lost in this war. It seemed that more of them had fallen than remained alive. The battles were becoming longer, the enemy more vicious. Was this war even winnable? He felt guilty for even thinking about it, but he knew it was on the minds of the others as well. And he also knew it wasn't his place to question. He was a warrior, and he had one simple mission slaughter every enemy that still breathed. He glanced over his shoulder at the others milling about, tending the anemic fires or sharpening their blades. He saw the weariness in their faces, the dried blood clotting their unwashed hair. But he also saw something else, something that pricked his hardened heart like a needle. He saw determination the stone-cold commitment to defend their lord and master as long as that threat remained. The enemy would always be out there, always lurking, but there was no way he and his brethren would give up. They were the only defense. If they were conquered, all would be lost. 
the warrior narrowed his eyes, focused on the blade's nearly invisible edge. How many limbs had it hacked off? How many hearts had it pierced? Not enough. But as long as the blade endured, so would he. After all, he was created solely for this purpose. The smell of roasting meat caused his stomach to growl, and he started to rise from the rock that served as his seat. Then he froze. He closed his eyes, and his fingers clenched around the hilt of his sword. <sighs> Can't we have just one day of rest? He knew the answer. There was no rest. There would never be. He felt it again, the faint tremor in the soil, jarring several small pebbles loose. The others felt it too, rising to their feet, weapons in hand, faces grim. The warrior straightened his spine as he marched towards them. To the field, he commanded, pointing his sword to the east. The grass was still soaked with blood from the last battle. Clusters of flies buzzed around the rotting carcasses that hadn't yet been picked clean by the beasts. The warrior's boots sloshed in the thick red mud as he looked up towards the sky. The sun had disappeared. Darkness crept through the boiling clouds like ink in water. The warrior felt the ground ripple beneath his feet, and he felt an echo of fear rush through his nerves. Despite all the battles he had fought, all the lives he had taken, the fear refused to die. He was glad. It meant he was still alive. The brethren stood behind him. He turned around and faced them, wincing internally at their meager ranks. They had once numbered in the thousands, but now it seemed only a tenth of that number stood before him now. More had been promised, but their lord and master seemed to have other priorities. Meanwhile, the enemy grew stronger, roaming through his lands, shattering his defenses. And the worst thing was that he hardly seemed to notice. Didn't he realize that this battered army was the only thing standing between him and total ruin? The warrior stared over the flowing sea of grass. He remembered the first time he stood here fresh as a flower, and just as fragile, watching the black wave of the enemy pour over the grass. He would have fled into the trees right then and there if it hadn't been for the Maker's strength flowing through him and through his brothers. Now, countless battles later, he could still feel that strength. He had to reach down deeper to find it. But it was still there. He turned around and faced the others. Form ranks, he bellowed, swaying and finding his balance as the ground shook beneath his feet. He stared into their eyes and saw the fear and doubt. He felt it too, but he could not show it. Stand your ground. We fight for the Lord and Master, and we die gladly for his sake. The others let out a ferocious battle cry, stabbing the sky with their swords. The warrior faced the blood-stained grass, feeling the adrenaline surging through him. He could feel it. The hunger. The lust for blood. 
He stared out at the darkening sky and gritted his teeth. Death by his sword would be merciful compared to what those monsters deserved. The ground seemed to pulse rhythmically beneath his feet, and indistinct metallic sounds cracked the sky. Somewhere, far beyond the horizon, a voice rang out, muffled by distance. The warrior could have been mistaken, but the voice seemed to sing. The words were unclear, some barbaric poetry about rolling thunder and pouring rain. The warrior closed his eyes as he drew in his breath. <sighs> Give me strength. He looked and saw a black wave surging across the massive field. His heart froze. There were many, too many. He raised his sword high above his head. Victory or death! The others at his back let out a terrifying roar and charged forward. The warrior was enveloped into their midst, and their feet pounded the grass together as they rushed towards the oncoming horde. Even from a distance, the warrior could make out the enemy's gruesome features. Cloven heads, like forked tree trunks, jagged black scales covering every inch of their bodies, bird-like talons slashing through the humid air, and their teeth, brilliantly white fangs dripping with saliva protruding through lipless mouths. No other facial features were visible, just darkness and teeth. The warrior tightened his grip on his sword. His whole body ached for the kill. He unleashed a savage roar and quickened his pace, feeling his heart swell with pride at the courage of the others around him. This was to be a day that would spawn legends. The enemy horde was only a few paces in front of them, and he could practically feel their hatred. They were animals, soulless beasts who knew nothing but death and destruction. The warrior chose one among them, hurtling himself through the air, blade raised high above his head. I am the Sword of Vengeance! He brought the blade down with all his might, cleaving the monster's head right between the stunted horns. The blade ripped down through the vacant face, exiting through the teeth, trailing a graceful arc of dark red blood that splashed across the grass. The corpse fell at his feet without a sound, and the warrior spun to his right as the waves collided. An earth-shaking concussion thundered across the field as bodies met blades, claws raked through flesh, and bones shattered against bones. The ranks were lost. All was chaos. The warrior's blade slashed and sliced through the air, hacking through limbs, piercing backs, and erupting through chests, ripping abdomens open to the sky. Within seconds, the field was bathed in blood and covered with corpses. The warrior thrust his blade upwards, piercing the skull of a monster soaring through the air blood flying from glistening red claws. 
The beast was killed instantly, but its lifeless body crashed into the warrior, sending him sprawling in a puddle of blood. He gasped and sputtered, jumping to his feet as if he had been bitten by a snake. He spat repeatedly, flinging the bloody strings of hair out of his eyes. Despite his best efforts to fight it, he could feel the warmth spreading through his body, the tingling bliss trickling through his nerves. Maker, help me. He cut down another enemy, then looked towards his brethren. Most were still locked in bloody combat, but he saw one leaning wearily on his sword, bending over an enemy's decapitated body. No, the warrior breathed. Fight it. He watched with horror as the soldier took the enemy's head in both hands and raised it high above him. He opened his mouth as dark blood poured over his face and down his throat. His eyes turned red and he tottered for a moment before falling face down in the blood-soaked grass. The warrior clenched his teeth, spinning around and slicing through an enemy from shoulder to hip. Gouts of blood sprayed about his face and he pressed his lips together. Focus! He commanded himself as his head started to spin. He snarled with rage as he swung his sword through an enemy's skull right where the nose should be. The horned skull spun into the air, spilling the brain on the ground like a bloated slug. The body fell, and the warrior stomped on the empty skull, shattering it like a melon rind. He scanned the battlefield, and his heart sank like a stone. Everywhere he looked, he saw his brothers drop to the ground, slurping up the blood like dogs. Some held skulls and limbs to their mouths as if they were drinking from goblets. He watched them teeter, then fall like sacks of wheat. The black beasts swarmed over them, rending their bodies to shreds within seconds. The warrior turned his face to the black, surging sky, blinking away the blood that poured into his eyes. Forgive us. He whirled around, sword clenched in both hands. A dozen razor-toothed faces crept towards him, victory laughing in their throats. The warrior felt his heart jump, and he inhaled sharply through his nose. If this is how it ends, so be it. He let out a ferocious cry and charged forwards. The monsters cackled as they lunged towards him, slicing the air with their claws. They froze in their tracks. The warrior hacked through three of them with one blow and spun around to slaughter the rest, but they scampered away like frightened cats. The warrior looked around in surprise. The enemy horde was scattering in all directions, rushing towards the safety of the trees. The warrior struggled to stay on his feet, blinking with confusion. Then he felt it. The ground trembling beneath him. The growing roar of thousands of heavy boots pounding the soil. He turned, then fell to his knees. The wave rushed past him, swords flashing in the weak light, barreling across the bloody field towards the fleeing enemy. The warrior let his head hang low, as the sounds of slaughter filled his ears like music. His sword fell from his hands, splashing in a deep pool of blood. Thank you. He looked up at the sky, which was already growing brighter.
A voice rang out over the din. A different voice than before. You all right there, mate? The man looked up from his glass. What? The bartender jerked his stubbly chin towards the untouched whiskey and coke sitting on the bar. You all right there, mate? The man blinked, then looked at his hand touching the glass. It was like a stranger's hand. He couldn't feel anything in his fingers. <laughs> well, you gonna drink up or just stare at it? The bartender asked. The man shifted in his seat. The music suddenly seemed very loud. And the temperature felt 10 degrees hotter. He looked again at the drink, watching a droplet of water slide down the outside of the glass. His fingers twitched and he licked his dry lips. He looked up at the bartender, a shadow of a smile passing over his face as he pushed the glass towards him. No thanks, he said, fishing a crumpled $10 bill out of his pocket and tossing it on the bar. I made a promise. The bartender shrugged as he scooped up the money and poured out the drink. Suit yourself, he said casually, turning his attention to the other customers. The man took a deep breath, then tightened his jaw and slid off his seat. He glanced at the jukebox as he pushed open the door. I never liked that song, he thought to himself as he stepped out into the cool night air. was our story. I hope you liked it. I hope it gave you a glimpse into the struggle against addiction. This was a story that has stuck with me ever since I read it four years ago. Before we go, remember that this podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network. For more great content and community, visit ChristianGeekCentral.com. Please remember to join our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, blog about us, leave us a nice reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. Support us on Patreon and tell your friends. The Untold Podcast has lots of new lovely patrons, and it has been funded by Jason Brannan, Jen Finelli, Fred Heimbach, Clayton Webb, Parker J. Cole, Laura Van Arendonk Ba, Spirit Blade Productions, The Retro Rewind Podcast, Rudy Diaz, Jackie Hanna, Deborah Dunson, Amanda St. John, and Nathan and Casey Butler. Until next time, I'm Nathan James Norman asking you, can't we have just one day of rest? Just begun The choices he has made
Is 